Chapter 37. Your Personal Healthcare Philosophy. Seamus O'Mahony, in his book, Can Medicine Be Cured?, written in 2019, wrote, Medicine has become a pseudo-religion. Our patients must be gently encouraged into apostasy and renunciation. We have all been enslaved by the medical-industrial complex, and it is time we rebelled. Society needs to reach a new accommodation with old age and death. Here is a silver lining. When you better understand your fragile life and the limitations of medicine, you will avoid getting sucked into a lot of useless nonsense. By 60, most people have some coronary artery disease. By 70, most have cancers growing somewhere. Norton Hadler states the cold facts, quote, Any claim to a science that offers a path to longevity beyond 85 years is fatuous. Over 85, you're off warranty. My pathologist friend Chris Gonzalez adds, Something will get you eventually. He cuts up dead people for a living, so he knows. Worrying about your lifespan or expecting medicine to save you will not bring you peace. Instead, focus on your mission and the tasks. Be philosophical about your health as it declines. At the end of life, some people can become more grateful rather than more afraid because they've learned to treasure every moment. Max Ehrman wrote, Gracefully surrender the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. My friend Dana understood this. He taught me what he could over his final year, and I loved him dearly. He had coronary artery disease with congestive heart failure, and for months we knew he might die. He had always been optimistic, but during this period, he ignored all negativity and told me he felt better and better. He knew he had no time for regrets, complaints, whining, or worry. I realized later that we are in the same position as Dana every day of our lives. The following works. How you feel is the best measure of your health, not some lab tests. Your diet, exercise, and sleep habits are more important than any pill or procedure. Long life is more likely with good luck, good genetics, peace of mind, and drug avoidance, including nicotine and alcohol. Healthy relationships are essential, but Medicare most often is not. Most aches and pains go away on their own. Ignore them unless they are persistent. The following does not work. Over half of prescribed drugs are useless, nearly useless, or bad for you. If medications are not working, look for alternatives. There are no side effects for drugs you don't take. When you have no symptoms, avoid looking for fresh troubles with scans and lab tests. Preventive care is ineffective. You lose time, money, and tranquility, and it could subject you to more testing or some treatment nightmare. Norton Hadler said, To restate the mantra, one never wants to submit to screening unless the test is accurate, the disease is important, and we can do something about it. For the elderly, most medical care is ineffective. Since the end is approaching, a cure for one condition is unlikely to extend life. Dignity, comfort, and practical support should be the goals. Refusing invasive procedures and medications is usually best. In 180 AD, Marcus Aurelius wrote, Dying is a part of life, and like everything else, it should be done to the best of your abilities. If you accept a diagnosis, you may persuade yourself to throw away your decision-making and become dependent on providers. 
For example, think twice before believing you need medication for sleep, depression, or cholesterol. Think twice before you consider back surgery when your pain has only lasted a few months. None of these work very well. Listen to opinions, make your decisions, and have no regrets. Most times, a doctor's only power is to name a problem, which is useless if there's no reasonable therapy. Running to them for everything damages your morale and finances. Healthcare decisions that seem essential often make little difference because the remedies are worthless. How to work with physicians. They deserve your respect for their broad knowledge, experience, and training, but don't let them intimidate you. Real physicians still have much to offer, so do not abandon trust altogether. They're trying their best despite their confusion and conflicts of interest. The finest among them use art on the fringes of science, extending life, occasionally curing, and supporting us in our struggles. If you accept treatment, let them do the worrying for you. This is why you pay them. Physicians believe in what they do. I still believe some of it. But this does not mean we are always right. The more dogmatic we are, the less you should trust us. If you do not understand what we say, we may not either. Or perhaps we are selling you something unnecessary. Research insists on proof and challenge everything. The more you learn about the limits of science, the more you realize that your gut reactions are sometimes better than expert opinions. You may lose nothing by saying no, so at each step, consider getting on with your life and taking your chances without medical care. It's your body, and you're in charge, so act like it. Conclusions for patients. Some health care is useful, so you need to figure out what's best for you. Avoiding controversial treatments, surgeries, and medications will save you from much harm except for the collective expense, which we all shoulder together. Greedy corporations are in control. Destroying them is impossible unless, like Purdue, they have had a hand in murdering several hundred thousand people. The prosecutors permit the others to pay us off and continue their crimes. Since these businesses are almost untouchable, Worrying about them is futile. For peace of mind, we must each get a life and stop obsessing and gossiping about health care. None of the following people benefit from our meddling. Not our friend with prostate cancer, our auntie who saw the cardiologist recently, nor our mother in the nursing home. Conclusions for Physicians We volunteered for this job, and our name is yet on medicine's door. Our power and integrity have dwindled. Part has been taken from us and part we gave away. But as captains of this ship, we must accept all blame and shoulder all responsibility. We still have much to give and a doctor's role can be transcendent. The best of us are mentors, counselors, and at the end of life, some of us function as priests. Our promise is to spend what strength and skill and heart that we have in the service of others. When we forget this, we are lost. If we can rise anew as leaders, we may justify what trust remains in us. No one else can do the job, and our home is being torched around us by the dragons lodging in our basement. They've been eating our children, and it must stop. <laughs>